Hello! Welcome to the Dad Report, a podcast for dads, by dads, about dad stuff. Join us as we sit down and have meaningful conversations with friends, family, and coworkers. We will talk about life, family, and so much more while working towards a goal of creating a healthy idea of what it means to be a dad. Welcome to the Dad Report. Chad, how are you feeling tonight? This evening. Hey, Justin. Yeah, whatever time it is. I'm feeling great. How Good. are you? I I am doing well, to put it in the appropriate English, because that's proper grammar. It's well for those of you out there listening who are always like, I'm doing good. It's it's well. Um, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm tired. Work is long hours and whatnot, but um, it's been good. We're good. So <sighs> just take we, a moment. Yeah, just take a moment, just take a take a beat, you know, <laughs> decompress and all that, all that jazz. The weather here has been wet and rainy recently. How's it in Jacksonville? Today was great. A little bit overcast. It is okay. in the low 80s. And then I think in a couple days, the high is going to be 70. So oh. that's Florida weather for you. See, in a couple days, our high is going to be like 52. It's going to be great. Ooh, I'll it's take been 70. The, been the 60s. Yeah, <laughs> that beach weather. Awesome. Well, do we have any dad reports for this week? uh not for me it's kind of kind of same old same old at the kirk house same old same old fair enough only thing i can say is uh i got the new lego star wars game so megan and i are playing that and then i also see it as an investment for when amelia gets a little bit uh a little bit older i love it so good dude it's it's a blast such a good game. I probably haven't played the last couple of those, but man, I remember when the boys were old enough to, you know, kind of hold the controller and know what's going on. Like they loved it. Yeah. That was a great time. Yeah. No, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's definitely a new Lego Star Wars, like same mm, the levels feel the same, but definitely expanded upon. It's really cool. But other than that, I don't really have anything as far as a report. I will say, and I'll apologize in advance to listeners, uh, I might have to step out. My kid is supposed to be asleep, and I can still hear her screaming. And um, I told my wife to go ahead and go and just let her self-soothe. So we're going to try self-soothing, and then if I disappear for a little while, I'm trying to take care of her. (laughs) So bear with us. Um, but out there, those of you, if you feel like you have a dad report that you want shared on the show, please send it to us in the discord on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, however you want to share that with us. We'd love to talk about whatever it is you got going on in your life and at your home here on the show. Right, Chad. That is correct. And that's a little, that's a little dad report of your own. You know, Amelia is trying to maybe extend the bounds of, of Bedtime. bedtime. I don't think that started till they were like, you know, six, eight, 15. Well, the good news is once it starts, it never stops. Good. Good. That's great. That's dandy. So, welcome to hashtag dad life. Woohoo. <laughs> hey, oh, so man. should we? Uh, yeah, no, it's time. Should we go with the dad joke? Oh, yes. Go ahead and share the dad joke with us. 
Okay. So, Justin, have you ever had the pleasure of cooking toilet paper? No. So my favorite way is to brown it on one side. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I will say, I heard that this weekend from a nine-year-old. and What's his name, Jude? I laughed really oh, no, hard. No, your son's older. He's 10. Yeah, He's so this, 10. Was from, okay. uh, this was from one of his buddies. Okay. And uh I and his this other kid's dad, he was probably a little bit embarrassed that the joke <laughs> was told cuz clearly you know you know how it, I mean well, maybe you don't know how it is. But what will happen is you will say something behind a closed door to your child assuming it's true. They understand. And then when you're in a gathering, you will find out, "Oh, you know what? They thought that this was great just just put out there." So, yep. That's that's funny. That's a, I like that. Brown that brown it on one side. Yeah, that's great. Well, I do want to introduce a guest tonight. Uh, this is a uh, former volunteer of mine, also a good friend. He's a buddy. Lives right up the road from me, though we've yet to hang out. Uh, he coaches baseball to I think maybe nine year olds occasionally or high school guys. I don't know. He'll clarify it for us. Uh, so he is a lover of baseball. I think he played in high school for a little while. Uh, he has been in a seriously committed relationship that I won't say anything further because I don't know how much she knows or doesn't know, but I know they're talking serious things down the road. So I know he's got aspirations for being a dad, for being a husband. He is a huge family man. Please welcome Nolan Laverne to the show. Hey, Nolan. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? What's going on, Nolan? Yeah, um, the nine-year-olds and then the high school students, they're, they're about the same. So okay. Some of the stuff that I hear on a day-to-day basis ceases to amaze me. <laughs> us, co- us coaches say that we should write a book about you know everything that we hear on a day-to-day basis. I, I bet it would be full yeah. within yeah. the first year, at least. Oh, absolutely. That's funny. So which ones do you coach, or is it both? So I mainly do the high school team, JV and varsity. Okay. So it's ninth through 12. And then um, occasionally I'll help out with a summer team and they're 10 to 11 year olds. Okay. So I was close and right yeah. on both accounts to some extent. Very cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, Nolan, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I gave a brief spiel there for a second, but give us more detail on who you are, where you're going, what you hope to be, those kind, you know, just basic. If you were to give someone a sell yourself, sell Nolan. There we go. That's the, what I'm looking for. It's like sell the pencil, right? Sell you. I'm hiring you. All right. So I'm a I'm a college student at the University of North Georgia up in Gainesville. I uh, currently a junior there. I coach baseball. I also am a um, I do business finance major. So I'm in the medical billing right now. And I'm also looking for a summer internship right now. Uh, just looking forward to the next big thing. And I have a girlfriend of two and a half years named Lauren. So things have been going strong there. And I got a pretty good family as well. Fantastic. Right on. So business major is what you said, right? Business finance? Yeah, business, business finance. What's the difference between business finance and like finance? Um, just more on the like, well, finance is considered business finance. It's all kind of the same. And then like the business is just a, a broad of business and 
this one is the more in depth into the world of finance. More in depth into the world of finance. So like my AP econ class from high school, but on like super steroids. Right. Yes. <laughs> and you do four years of it on a collegiate level. Yep. So do you write, like, do you write papers or is it just like chart exams? So both I've taken, I've taken some where it is, write me a report on this company's finances. Mm-hmm. And I've also done it where you gotta write, it's a <laughs> chart exam or obviously the accounting ones or like uh, solving Red equations. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Um, so, so Nolan, um, if I could step in, Justin. Yeah, sorry, uh, Chad. Because I know I know Nolan is, is you know, he's your good friend. Um, we met about ten minutes ago, so <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, so Nolan, what are you what are you hoping to do with with that major? So I I really want to do business like financial analytics, and mm-hmm. kind of look at numbers and say, okay, where can we make more money, or vice versa, where can we spend less money. Um, to kind of get the best outcome for a company. And like a business consultant would probably be one of the upper level jobs I'm looking for. Nice. Analytics. That's, that's speaking my game. I enjoy analytics. So he does lots of, lots of opportunity there for sure. You could be be a podcast analyst. That's something that Chad fell in love with when I first brought him on the show and showed him all the the apps and things. He was like with numbers (laughs) figures and stuff uh, everybody calls me weird because i just love looking at the numbers and seeing all like how much different companies make and how to make more money so, so is that is that something you enjoy about baseball because i know i know people that are all into the numbers and stats and things mm-hmm. a lot of times those people are baseball fans because there's just so much there right absolutely that's it's honestly huge for me and like i even keep a chart of every single pitch that I've thrown to every single batter. So that way a batter wow. doesn't see more than one pitch in a row or in back to back at bats as well. I know it's probably a little overkill for high school, but no, like, I like to just see the numbers as well. Wow. Nice. Wow. How, what is that? That's cool. What is that? Uh, what do you think about that, Justin? I'm I'm kind of blown away because I, like I like I heard your question, Chad, and was like, oh yeah, so like you know, brave stats, and and I know Nolan's got some of that because when I used to used to work alongside him in youth ministry, we had a couple of uh, different sport type events that popped up, and he and his brothers and their family at the church were all like, yeah, did you see so and so caught the reception at the whatever football sports ball game, you know, like, and I have no sports idea what's ball. going on, like it's something with football. There was even he even did a. Uh, um was it a fantasy league you did a fantasy league yeah and i just gave i just gave control of my bracket over to the no i was like this is yours bud and at one point apparently i was doing pretty hot so um (laughs) because nolan knew the stats so that's but the fact that you even keep it for your guys do any of your high school guys like come up to you and ask to see the stats on like what you're keeping with them yeah so our high school i don't know so it's johnson high school and we have two really good players one's gonna go play at georgia state and the other is gonna go play at lagrange college and then we also have players that have never played baseball before so these kids that never played baseball before they don't they don't care they don't it's spanish to them 
but the ones that are going to go play at the next level are looking into these uh, stats and saying, okay, what should I do the next time I go up to the bat or next time I go up to pitch? That's cool, man. That's really cool. Um, I heard you subtly mention the LaGrange uh, college way to just casually call your brother out there for being a good right. player on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give him a little shout out. He'd Just be mad little, at me if I didn't. A little props. That is true. I feel like he would he would yeah. be that way. Um, so recently I've noticed, Nolan, on your on your Insta, you've been doing this like 50-day challenge where you're essentially doing like a a time lapse of your day from wake up through hitting the sack. Dude, what is that challenge? Like, I'm kind of curious about it. And I figured I'd ask you while I got you on here and you can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's just something i saw the few fellow uh content creators that i've seen on tiktok instagram youtube just a way for them to work on their like video editing skills and just like making videos along with helping your day-to-day -day life like it's a wake up before eight have yourself a hour to yourself to where you don't check your phone you don't look at anything else you just get that hour just for you Mm. and like learn a new skill for an hour which I'm doing video editing right now so it's just been something to one grow the social media side and to just to just have fun a little bit that's cool so I got two questions one what video editing software are you using so I'm using LumaFusion on the iPad right now I visually want to go up to Final Cut on the uh, on the laptop but I'm not $300 in right now so don't so so <laughs> Sorry, Final Cut listeners out there, but uh, use DaVinci. If you DaVinci Resolve is free, it's yeah. actually what we uh, edit this podcast on. Hello, Orion. Welcome to the Dad Report. My cats make noises. Um, I can hear them. I don't know how well you guys can hear them. Sorry, awkward interruption. Anyway, so DaVinci Resolve, and it's it's on the same level as Adobe Premiere. So one of my best friends, that's all he does. For, his job is video editing. And so he's the one who got me into this program because I dabbled in it in high school and then never stuck it out. If I had, I probably wouldn't be, well, I don't know if I'd be on the show, but I would probably be somewhere else with my life. Um, missed a calling. But uh, yeah, I would say, dude, like it's free. It's powerful. Uh, even some of the guys out there in Hollywood are using DaVinci. Um, I forget somebody recently did a shout out to what films had used it for even if it's just a small part. Like I think the new Dune movie used DaVinci, um, the Batman. No, but there's a couple guys out there, some filmmakers who are, they're using it. Now they're paying for the studio, like the super studio version, but the, the, the free version is just as powerful. And honestly, for just starting out and dabbling, like the features, you're not even gonna notice that you're not paying for it. So it's, it's cool, man. I'll, I'll definitely have to look into that one. Yeah. Um, and I can send you stuff after and, and chat with you offline about it. Cause that's, I love, I love video editing. I do have two YouTube channels technically. Um, one's dead, but it's still there with all my videos on it. So if you get creepy enough, you can find it. Um, but, uh, the other question I had, so way to sell your YouTube channel. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, that's all the videos I made from like high school. Like they're all stop motion Lego videos and they're just, you know, they're cringy and they're old and yeah. Um, which means there are there is a team of middle school students out there who are probably searching deep and wide for that content. Anywho, I'm not selling that. So uh, the second one I heard, Nolan, this one's a little more serious. 
you mentioned like content creators following them along. You saw this challenge growing social media. So what is this relationship then between like your business analyst major or business finance major and then social media? Like, is this a tool that would help you market yourself for a future employer? Is this something else that you're interested in and maybe want to pursue this route instead? Like, I'm curious where this ties together. Maybe that's just me thinking like traditional terms where it's you graduate business analyst, you get hired at a big firm, and then we never see you again. Maybe the new wave of business finance is social media. I have no idea. Yeah, it's uh, so I definitely want to do the business finance full time. That's my number one route. But I think just with the way the world's going right now, everything's on social media. You you don't meet a person without looking up, seeing what their Instagram is or seeing who they are online. And I just think that having a good social media platform is huge. And it could also lead to other opportunities as well. Because one of the things with uh, business finance is like real estate. So if I wanted to get my name out there for real estate, having a social media platform with that would be huge. Yeah, no, that makes that makes total sense. Um, that's actually a good for younger people listening to the show like employers totally look at uh social media and they and you know they were saying that even when i was coming up where it's like careful what you post on facebook because it'll come back to bite you at the oh, butt yeah. and it can uh actually it did at work my co-workers pulled up they found like this 13 year old photo of me and they're like oh look at justin so yeah careful what you post little ones um that's cool though man that's cool i love that you're exploring that and growing it it's definitely become a tool now more than it really has been a um, social platform per se. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I just think it's just going to grow from here as well. Yep, for sure. Well, talk to us about your family life. So I know I mentioned one brother um, and then, yeah, like talk to us. What's that? What's that relationship look like? You're, you're both his brother and you're his coach, you know, is there a tension there? Is there a friction there often on the field? Yeah. So, um, currently he's not playing right now. He, he got hurt the other day, but he, yeah, no. Um, so, but sometimes when in the heat of the game, like he'll, I'll be screaming at him or he'll be back and forth or, um, and he'll be like, like, he won't listen to me because, Mm -hmm we've known each other our whole lives. So I'll have to say, Hey, I'll grab my other coach and say, Hey, can you go talk to him or something like that? But usually he's not the one we're having to worry about. So I oftentimes don't have to talk to him and he kind of just knows what he needs to do. And he just goes out there and does it when other kids, they're not overly sure of what they need to do. So he's able to kind of self coach to an extent, but like you said, go ahead he's able to help me coach as well because we've been through the same programs. So when there's 20 something kids on a team, he's able to reach out and say, Hey, this is what you're really supposed to be doing. Hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, you mentioned that he and my player are the um, better players on the team or more aspiring. And I think part of the reason why maybe they stand out, like you mentioned, like they come and ask you about their stats or ask about different things. The reason why they stand out is partly love for the game. So yes, they have you guys as a coach, but 
I know people who really invest themselves into the sport, they know the instant they messed up, typically how they messed up. Um, so that might be, maybe that's part of, part of that. Like he knows how to, like why he needs to go out there and fix whatever mechanic. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, I mean, he's been doing it since the day he could walk. So he's been definitely doing it a long time to where he can know what's right and wrong. So even though you're saying that he's kind of, you know, able to, you know, kind of lead himself on the baseball field and, and self-correct, um, still to have your brother be your coach, that my brother that would requires, kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that that really requires mm -hmm. a very special type of relationship. And that I would say not even your brother, but just a family member, somebody really close to you to be able to, you know, that's why they say, you know, they tell people, oh, don't mix business with pleasure. That's right. True. Mm -hmm. But you're, um, or don't, you know, or don't do business with family. With right? family or close um, friends. So um, I'm curious, like, what was it, what do you attribute that to? The fact that you and your brother can be, um, kind of have that, uh, have that relationship and still be, you know, that on the field relationship where you're, where you're, you're coaching him, you're telling him what to do. Yeah. And to add one more onto that, my dad is the booster club president of the baseball team. <laughs> wow. So it's all three Laverne's right there at every single practice and every single game. So it's. <laughs> We're all, we're all together. Oh That's man. Um, I definitely don't think that we'd be able to do it if we weren't as close as we are. Um, during our younger childhood, which I'm sure we'll get into, we had a lot of challenges where we were able to grow together and he's my best friend and I'm sure I'm probably his third or fourth best friend, but <laughs> <laughs> give him, give him we, time uh, to lose always, some of those high school yeah. friends, man. Yeah, we're always we're always close and uh, we always love being with each other. So we're actually heading to the beach together tomorrow. So that'd be exciting. Oh, fun. Yeah. Very fun. That's cool. Well, I mean, go ahead. Let's dig in then uh, and to kind of further flesh out Chad's question, Yeah. you know, for that special bond and relationship, because, you know, my brothers and I have been through some stuff, but I still think like if I were to be like, hey, I'm going to like, so let's say Brendan, you know, the one who's in the army, which Nolan, you've, you've met him. Um, yep. like if I would be like, I'm going to be your drill sergeant, which there's no way I'd ever be like, I'm not in the army. I can't do that. But if that were the situation, right. I'm pretty sure he'd be like begging whoever's above me to be like, can I switch platoons? Like, I'm not doing it with this guy. Um, we've just always had too much of like either competitive rub or, uh, we're both a little too strong willed. Like I, you know, I think my way is right. And he thinks his way is right. Like even when I go out and play disc golf with him, which we're pretty casual about, we'll still get super competitive and you're throwing the disc wrong and blah, blah, blah. And it's bad, man. It's like, I get mad. He laughs at me. It's that kind of stuff. So um, dig in, you know, as much as you're willing to share, like, is it just maybe because it's just the two of you and like there were three of us. So I wonder if that dynamic is different. I know Chad's one of three. So like, you know, walk us through as much as you're willing of some of that childhood stuff that allowed you and your and your brother and your dad even because, I mean, my dad coached when I was like ten, but it was like not even a serious baseball team. Um, but even that was had its ups and downs at times. So like, if, as much as you're willing, like walk us through that. Yeah. So uh, when I was younger, when I was. Um, in high school, my mom unfortunately passed away after a few years of 
battling back and forth between a divorce and um, alcohol problems, she ended up passing away. So for the longest time, it was just me, my brother, and my dad. It's, mm. it's all we had. And um, like kind of with the dad thing, I grew so much respect for him. Like even like stuff that I had no idea was going on. Mm-hmm. And like I look back today and like he was just a bombshell for all of us. Like he took on just everything that was coming forth um, just about different like like the lawsuits and different situations that were happening but you would have never guessed it in our home because he, he was able to just to take all of those bullets for all of us. And looking back now, it's like, wow, like there's so much I didn't even know was happening that he was taking on all by himself. So definitely that respect for him um, has helped us grow. Now we definitely still have our arguments, you know, the father son arguments. Sure. But it's, it's definitely been, it's been us three. We're, we're really close together. Um, he got remarried to Wendy. She's been awesome. She's got three awesome kids and her grandma who also lives, lives with us. Who's amazing. Wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to survive without her. So, but with Peyton, uh, just through that time, it was dad was at work. I had to drive him to practice or he came to my practice. Mm-hmm. So we were always there together. And like, if I, we never missed a baseball practice, we were always there and we were able to use baseball as kind of an escape from what we were dealing with in our household. So I think us doing that together really brought us together and made the relationship as strong as it is today. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's that, um, uh, kind of like bonding, What's an appropriate way to put this? Um, it, it's it's basically like bonding while going through a trauma. And mm. so I almost like baseball was y'all saving grace. Um, right. And so like to like if, if baseball, I feel like whatever collapse, you know, some of y'all's relationship might look a little bit different. I don't think entirely like not crazy amounts, mm. but that was where you know, it's those drives to baseball practices where you're having deep conversations, where you're asking each other the, the young high school guy questions, whether it's about your, your parents or it's about school, girls, math, I don't know, you know, um, and I didn't have as many of those, like my brothers and I, we, we bickered because I wasn't up at the same time that he wanted to be up in an ROTC. So we didn't get some of the, some of that, but that's cool, man. That's that's really that's really cool. Chad, save me. I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> yeah. So so are you are you kind of like the typical? I don't know about maybe typical is the wrong word, but kind of maybe stereotypical older brother where you know you're the you're the firstborn. You're um you're kind of and you know with some of the stuff you shared with your with your parents and you having to like drive your brother to practice and that kind of stuff. Are you are you almost and this might be a little bit of a strong word, but are you almost like another parent in some ways? Is that, mm-hmm. did you guys have that dynamic at all? Um, I don't, I don't think so. Just cause we were still, we were still cl- close in age. The only difference was okay. I had a car and he was still <laughs> 13 or 14. Right. So we were able to just like grow as we were both dealing with that. Um, 
but I mean, we still had our Vickers, you know, playing ping pong, screaming and yelling. You know, <laughs> you know I still haven't played ping pong with you guys. And I remember I had one time yeah. had an invite. So yeah, you got to come over. Come on, bro. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. I stink, but hey, I'll try. Yeah, we get we get pretty competitive over here. They do. They they really do. Um. Well, that's that's awesome. I love that. Uh, so as you're talking, I'm thinking back to my older brother um, because he was he was much more serious with sports. And I would say if one of us was the gifted athlete, it was my older brother. And so I have I have memories of him, you know, helping me with soccer. We go to play tennis and he would give me some pointers. Not always the most patient individual <laughs> but uh i re- i you know and I, I know you say that you guys are close in age me and my brother we're i'm i'm in the middle one so i'm two years apart from each of them and but even even with such a short amount of age difference i still kind of had that dynamic going on where like i was looking up to him in certain ways mm. and uh i bet i bet there's some of that going on i mean you know i've known you all of what 35 minutes now uh so i'm an expert but um (laughs) but that's great that's great you know and i think that's something not to take for granted too because um i think you know i think a lot of people would hope that they could they could have that with with their with their siblings so i think i think that's great that y'all y'all have such a close bond like that yeah Yeah, it's it's definitely nice like i get people asking me all the time was like what age did y'all come so close and i'm like it just it just kind of happened Cause they're like, well, my sons, they won't ever stop arguing. And I'm like, we just, we were always that we were always that close. Yeah. And some siblings just are like, you're not, you're definitely not, don't think like you're alone. Um, not to rob you of like, you're special. You guys are definitely yeah. special and unique. You are more rare than common, but I do know there are other like sibling pairs out there where you're just like, you meet them and you're like, what you get along what like it's wild so um and some of that just comes with age and then some of it is just going going through stuff together so that's that's cool well talk to us about your dad like what's his role been in you and Peyton's lives uh even as you maybe let you know that you said you mentioned Henry marrying Wendy and Wendy is awesome so she listens to this um wendy i do remember you you were awesome uh and micah and the whole crew like those guys i I loved getting the chance to serve you guys at mill creek it was a blast um miss those days for sure so talk to us about your dad um and just what he like what he means to you the things that like you've noticed you're like man that is just like when I become a dad someday, you know, these are things that I want to model, right? Like we want to promote healthy fatherhood here on the show. And I've never had any doubts that your dad wasn't from what I could see uh, that he hasn't been a healthy father. I mean, he was there with you at 6am helping us push chairs up and down that sloped floor at Mill Creek. So, I mean, he was a cool man is, I should say, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he is a cool man. No, no, absolutely. Um, you know, growing up, we we were always pretty close. He was always my baseball coach or assistant coach of some sort. But so we were always together. But I think we really became close when everything with my mom happened. Mm-hmm. It was just he was our saving grace. He was everything for us. He he would wouldn't stop in anything to make sure that we were okay. 
whether that was him working two jobs or, you know, doing whatever he had to do to put himself second or third in our case to have both me and my brother having everything that we needed. If we ever needed a new pair of shoes, no matter how broke we were, you know, he was still able to make sure that happened. And he, he never misses a game. He always makes sure that we're on, we're at practice. He's, even though the world was shattering around him, it was, he was able to be our rock. And we did like, if we didn't know where we were going to sleep that night, like he was, he could figure it out. He was, um, he was definitely our shield for everything that's happening. And even to this day, or like, I just have a day where I just, I just miss my mom. I'm able to go talk to him and have those conversations with him. Just deep one-on-one conversations, just about stuff that we went through and just how amazing a person she was, even though some of the things towards the end may have differed a little bit, but he was always just that rock. And that's definitely something I want to implement. You know, I mean, no matter how bad of a day he what you were having, he was able to make you laugh. That's awesome. So cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So he recently, or I guess not recently, about four four years ago, remarried Wendy, um, and she's been awesome. She's a she's a cook. She's, she's an awesome good mom food. to have. She, She's got her own little bakery, um, Southern Bake Charm. Unfortunately, she's not baking right now. Um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer a little bit, a little while ago. Oh man! So she's going through some of those surgeries right now. So, and even even through that, like even my dad through those with the stepkids as well. Like he's just he's there to take all of it for us. He takes the blunt of everything, and I think even down a few years later, I'll be able to look back and see just all the stuff that he did for us. Yeah. I guess a great attitude that you have that you're, you already know that you're going to look back and see even more than you do now. I I think that the the fact that you look for the things he's doing for you guys is it speaks to your character as well as speaks to your dad's character. that, That that's a thing that you, have come to expect and, and something that you, you know, that you rely on, that you're trusting in the fact that you get to have one-on-one conversations and your dad is, even though things maybe towards the end with your mom were a little bit on the grittier side, like he's still reaffirming that she was awesome and that she was your mom and like all that stuff. Like that's huge, man. Um, and then that he's giving the same attention to your, you know, integrated family as it were, uh, just like he's giving to you guys. So that's, dude, what a like, I don't know, Chad, I'm feeling like I, I like the word I like hearing, like that's a leader. That's what a leader looks like. I'm getting, I'm yeah. getting choked up, man. I'm like, gonna myself cry yeah, for sure. Um, so you mentioned, you know, you mentioned that you're really like part of a blended family now, right? So your dad mm-hmm. remarried and, uh, and uh, Wendy, uh, you know, has a few of her, I think you said three of her own children so yes so um you know kind of focusing in on the dad side what what are some things that you can see that your dad did to really really help with with some of those blended family issues justin i don't know if we've talked a whole lot i mean i know we have some people uh that have come on the podcast that have uh that have come from blended families but i don't know how much we've really talked we haven't really talked about blended family yeah so nolan you're first 
and honestly at some point chad and i should talk about our own experiences because we also come from yeah that, yeah so. and and i know i know my my wife did shauna she was on and and she had she has uh she did a little bit too. yeah um but i'm really curious you know just from your perspective like what what are some things that stand out to, to ways that your dad really helped for that that to be uh successful yeah so i definitely think at first it was obviously challenging like it is with any family um like even with wendy i was for like probably the first few months i was like i'm not calling her mom like yeah. no like yeah. she will not be my mom and she just both they both of them were there like it's gonna be okay like you don't need to they're like that's totally fine there's no there's no need for you to and when he was just always there my dad was just always there for those three kids as well and just kind of showed them through every step of the way it's like look i'm here for you guys whenever you guys need it and i just think over time they started to build that trust with him as well and just continued to grow and he was He's like, look, I'm not leaving. I know that they had a um, hard time with their father as well. Mm -hmm. So he's like, look, I'm not going to leave you guys. And even through the situation wow. that we're in today with my stepmom, he's like, look, if anything happens, like, I'm going to take care of everybody. Like, I, I'm not leaving. Nothing's going to change. We will always be there for you through everything. And so I just think him, like, for me in my life, he's always been a rock. And I think he's starting to be that for everybody else as well. I think everybody's starting to realize like he's not going anywhere. He, no matter if it's a dumb question, serious question, needing one-on-one -on -one time, he's mm -hmm. always going to be there for us, mm -hmm. which I think has been huge. Yeah. That's great. I had a question come up while you were talking, um, Nolan, while you were mentioning everything that he's doing for you guys. What do you think, you know, if you had to say your dad had a secret sauce to the way because what i'm hearing like if he's if he's the rock for all of you man how how is he doing it like what's his secret sauce how does he keep himself because i also know that your dad works for like one of the greatest soft drink companies in the world right right and, so like and he's like and he's not just like a delivery driver like he was giving us like experimental product kind of stuff you know what i'm saying so, yeah. like, so he worked he yeah. worked for pepsi no i'm wrong. just kidding Coke. sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> Yeah, say that. Don't, don't don't speak that name in our house. I have no I have no loyalty. I just I just thought I'd be difficult. Yeah, you said the, his yeah. house is bugged if they hear it. You know, it's. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. Like what's because that's secret that's, sauce. That's a high yeah. That's a high you know high stress high level job. Um, mm -hmm. lots of focus and energies there, and then he comes home and he's got you. He's got Peyton. Never's missing a game. Then he's got uh, the other three plus Wendy. On top of everything else going on, plus grandma's in the house. So, yeah. like, man, how's he doing it? Like, what's if you had to say speaking on your dad's yeah. behalf, and if you want, you can be like, you can just go on the show, we'll take him. But uh, <laughs> like, what's the secret sauce, man? Yeah, so I would say one word that like would describe me would be persistent. He's just persistency. And I think, I mean, even today was a great example. Like he said he when we went all the way down to Atlanta and all the way back, that in itself is a long day. Mm -hmm. and let alone having to work during that time was um i mean he's very exhausted but he came home and he was at dinner laughing with us asking how everybody's day was he was always persistent and he was like you look you know what like everybody had like a long day it was gloomy outside pouring down rain let's go on a dairy queen run so like he's just always there yeah um, 
and like always that resistant no matter i'm sure he wanted to go home just go to bed and sleep but he was always there and he'll always be there that's cool persistent i love that man yeah that's a that's a big word for being a dad too that's that's that is that is a good one i was persistent in letting my child self-soothe she's quiet now you you uh like you talk about that but that's that can be a tough thing, especially for a new parent, you know, that hasn't done it before. It's like, oh my gosh, if I let my kid scream for more than yeah. five seconds in their crib, am I going to cause like, you know, damage, emotional damage, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh my God, I just wanted to say the meme just now. Um, I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably inappropriate. Yeah, um, probably. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, just search emotional damage into YouTube and you're welcome. Um, but no, you're right. Like Megan and I have to set like a timer. Like when Amelia's like losing it, we'll be like, all right, we'll give her 15 and then we'll go in there. Cause at that point we figured she's probably got something. So that's what I was, I was watching my watch and, uh, she's, she's quiet now. So I didn't have to step away, but yeah, persistence. That's where do you think your dad learned that from? Cause I don't think persistence, there is a, a I think persistence is the, the learned, that's about to sound super philosophically deep, so it could be very wrong. But it's this kind of learned trait that has that finds its root in maybe a default stubbornness. Like, I think people are born with a certain level of stubborn, but then you can grow it into the healthy attribute that is, I am, I am stubborn in persisting. I'm going to continue to persist, not let something keep me down. And I feel like that has to be learned or, or witnessed, and like you, you watch it, like, I don't think I'm as persistent in some things as I probably could be, but I've also never been a very stubborn person. Like I can be, I can be malleable with, you know, 20 bucks. But, um, so like, where do you think if you had to say your dad, you know, is that like from his dad? Like, where do you think this comes from? Yeah. yeah so I would say that it's definitely, um, from two people, I'd say it's from his family and from his relationship with Jesus as well. Okay. Just being that, like, I think he's gotten a lot from the word and, he he's often like going i mean we're going to church every sunday and he's oftentimes like reading into the word and learning how to be a better father through that so i think that was a huge help mm-hmm. and i think his his family background as well i know his mom was she's just the most caring person in the world and his dad um was also you know never missed a game was always there mm-hmm. whenever you needed him he's one call away and he definitely never missed a George football game either. So <laughs> there we are. Uh-oh. Good dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. No, I think that's, that's, that's him. You had more. No, I would say that's a, that's a trait that's gone through all of us now. That's good. No, that's a good yeah. thing, man. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we hear a lot of people talk about like generational curses and we don't give enough time to generational blessings. And mm-hmm. it sounds like in your family, you have that generational blessing of, persistence and dependency and showing up and and being available right like his dad was there for him and so your dad's carried that to you guys and i mean you know god willing you guys carry that to your kids so that's cool that's really cool yeah and that's definitely something that i want to be when i'm a father and that's one thing i'm trying to show to lauren whether she thinks i'm good at it or not but um like it's just i no matter how bad a school day was when I bombed a test or if I had a bad day at work or a bad game I'm always going to be that same guy to you and always treat you with the same love and respect mm. yeah that's huge that is, like that is that. huge definitely 
Well, that, that, I mean, I was going to ask you, that's kind of our next question as we start to slowly wrap this thing up. What are your, what are your future goals for marriage and fatherhood, man? So you're showing Lauren uh, consistency, but like, what, when, what do you, when you look down that road, whether it's sooner or it's later, like, what are you, what are you setting as markers for yourself? Yeah. So I definitely, uh, I'm getting close to graduating college. So I think that'll help the next step uh, to get, to get married to Lauren as well. I think well, you hear that, right Lauren? <laughs> no, I won't let her see this. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, Move. you need to get this to her. I was about to say, I think I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> I'll find a way. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know her and uh, Megan are pretty close, so that's going to be tough. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I definitely, Um. I know we want to go – move I think we want to go have our own like alone time for a little bit a few years and then I definitely want to be a dad one day um whether that's boys or girls I'd love to be the coach or just be the father that I always have had and that's kind of one reason that I'm today is my father and like all the coaches that I had around when I was younger made me who I am today and that's who I want to be to somebody else and that's who I want to be to my child one day that's awesome yeah agreed that's cool Chad do we have any words of wisdom for him as he starts taking those journeys into senior year of college and eventually marrying Lauren and yeah don't definitely don't rush into having kids no yeah don't do that yeah that's that's (laughs) very that's very wise that's one thing that we did as well um we decided we were going to wait, you know, a couple of years after being more married before we even, you know, did any planning or anything for kids. And that was, that was not my idea. That was my wife's idea, but it was probably the best thing we could have done for our marriage is second piece of advice that Chad did not just say was listen to your wife. (laughs) (laughs) That that one was implied. It was an implied advice. Well, you know, I mean, I was, I was 21 years old when I got married and she's like, Hey, I think we should spend some time getting getting to know one another. Let's give it a couple years. And I said, that sounds great. That's a great idea. I just, I'm not taking credit for that, uh, you know, for that idea that was hers. Um, and so I think it's great that, I think it's great that you say that. And, um, you know, Justin, the one thing that's kind of going through my mind right now is just like, you know, so your dad is kind of that, you know, think of him as that first generation. And then you grow up under that and just, you know, uh, if I had any anything to share, it would be make sure that you're intentional about carrying that forward because mm. I think we can, I think it's easy for us. You know, you talk about the generational blessings, Justin, and I think mm-hmm. it can be easy and kind of second nature for us to just like assume some of these things. And, and that's why I really wanted to call out like the relationship you have with your brother and with your dad too. Like those are just some, some amazing things. And uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely, uh, Definitely Richard say, those. you know, pass those, pass those on to, uh, to the next generation. I think it's, I think it's awesome that you have those relationships and, and those are big blessings, Justin, like you were saying, and just, uh, you know, uh, do whatever you can to, to pass those, pass those things on. I know, I know with me, I really try to, you know, just say, Hey, I want, I want to take what I was given and improve it a little bit and pass that, pass that along. So, um, yeah, man, it sounds like you've got, you've got a great, uh, a great family, you know, a great dad as an, as an example who loves the Lord. And man, I don't know that we can ask for much more than that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. That's stellar. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm thankful for him every day. Probably don't tell him enough, but. Well, you yeah. will after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, buddy, I don't think I've got anything else for you other than I'm proud of you and I'm glad that I'm back to be in a, in a vicinity where I can kind of help walk along with you as you, as you allow it. Uh, or even that Chad and I can be here, you know, with you and you're in the discord now. So we're only ever a message away for that community. Um, but, uh, dude, thanks for coming on and, and for sharing about your dad and, and your family and Peyton, give him a nuggy for me. Um, I don't even, yeah. So dude, that's just so cool, man. That's just so cool. Thanks for sharing, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, this was a great conversation. And, uh, you know, honestly, I didn't know how it was going to go considering, you know, <laughs> I met you five minutes before we started, but this was great. And, uh, you know, thanks for giving us a little bit of a window into, uh, you know, into you and where you come from and, and all that. I, th I think this was great. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, with that, unless you got anything else you want to add, Nolan? No, that's it. And then we are going to uh, a blast out of here, as it were. And uh, don't forget, people, that the best way to cook toilet paper is to brown it on one side. <laughs> yes. And on that note, we out. <laughs>